helping you stand your ground and get your point across so you can better communicate your needs. And at the same time, managing other people's expectations when they interact with you. I am Vatrice Chestnut, helping you manage up. The English language is very confusing. And I didn't realize that until I learned a second language in college and even up until now. Word choices can not only result in lifetime challenges, but it can also produce spiritual bondages. In this episode, we're going to reflect on how language can subtly affect our interactions display unhealthy expectations toward others, and be a catalyst for beating our own selves up. Should. Should is this word that commonly carries these ugly garments I just mentioned in its bag. My desire is for you to unpack this bag because I had to and I'm still unpacking it. Although unpacking is one of the hardest things I've done, it's been beneficial beyond measure. And I don't hesitate to continue unpacking. So go grab your tea or your favorite relaxing beverage and share the link to this episode with your friends now. And I'll be back after these announcements. If you love the crisp sound of this podcast, and need the skills of an audio engineer? Hit up my audio engineer today on IG at DZDDT. That's D-E-E-Z-Y-D-D-T. Hey, Manage Up Tribe. Remember to subscribe to the Manage Up podcast so you can stay connected. Get social with us on Facebook and Instagram. Join the follow-up conversations after this show on our profile pages. But remember, keep it positive because we're here to empower the Manage Up tribe. Should. The dictionary defines it as must, ought, used to indicate duty, propriety, or expediency. Should statements are commonly associated with cognitive distortions. Let me tell you a funny story. Recently, I was on Facebook. And I changed my relationship status to in a relationship. Now, little did I know that by changing this status, it was going to create a post. Well, I didn't freak out. I was like, okay, whatever. It's posted. But I was flabbergasted by the responses to this simple post. Some of the posts reflected a response of, finally, I'm happy for you. This comment was usually uh, congratulations and it was also accompanied by balloons, champagne bottles, etc. Then you had those comments that were memes that visually communicated. Say what? Because people who know me know I have such a high bar and the fact that I let someone in to be in a relationship and tell other people about it. He must walk on water. 
Then you had those people who were so dumbfounded that all they could do was tap like and then go offline to survey family and close friends in hope of finding out more details. Lastly, there were the offline text messages sent directly to me stating, quote, I should not have had to hear about your new relationship on Facebook, end quote. Now, I didn't get offended. I actually burst into a laughter, a laughter that figuratively stretched the length of a football field. The laughter erupted from a place of growth, revelation. At that very moment, I remembered the countless number of times I shitted someone else. The nerve of me placing my expectations on their personal situations. I also laughed because I was hysterically thankful to see beyond those critical lenses. So do me a favor right now. Think about this week and count your shoulds. Write down the number as large as you can on a piece of paper and just stare at it. Do you have a product or service that could benefit the Manage Up tribe? Buy this 30-second spot for $100. Reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Or you can send an email to help at manageup.net. So I'm going to be transparent with you right now. I've also been guilty of and on the receiving end of shoulds in relationships with significant others. I remember once my partner stating, you should use terms of endearment in your greetings. And I pondered that for a moment. I was searching for a lovingly yet effective response. And it went like this. So let me clarify my understanding of your message. When you say I should use terms of endearment, it seems like you expect me to behave as you behave. But I'm not sure if that's realistic since we are two totally different people. Also, this sounds like a demand or command to me. And I am in no way motivated to use those terms of endearment because it sounds like you're commanding me to do it. But when you communicate how it makes you feel when I use them, I immediately understand how using them fulfills one of your needs. And since I care deeply about you, I'm going to start using them right away because I care about your needs. So if we're honest, who of us has an interest in demands from other people? If you think about the last time someone demanded something from you, think about the physical reaction you had at that moment. Now stay right there for 60 seconds. I want you to fully embrace that whole experience, what it felt like. Did your neck get warm? What did it feel like? Was that experience a good one? Was it a warm and fuzzy one? Hey, Manage Up Tribe. If you could use some help managing up, send us an email describing your situation to help at manageup.net. Our team will review your submission 
and get back to you with steps to get on the show. Hey, Manage Up Tribe. Remember to subscribe to the Manage Up podcast so you can stay connected. Get social with us on Facebook and Instagram. Join the follow-up conversations after this show on our profile pages. But remember, keep it positive because we're here to empower the Manage Up tribe. So we've explored should as it relates to others. Now let's consider it when it's concerning ourselves. Personally, I'm a high achiever. I'm competitive. I have high standards. And my bar has an unbelievable altitude. Each one of these measuring sticks I used as a weapon against me. I sprayed bullets of should throughout precious years of my life. One bullet shot, you should be here in your career by now. Another shot, you should have known better than to make that same mistake again. You should give up on that because you failed at it before. I literally built a jail cell with all of my shoulds. I used these word curses against myself. I cursed my growths, my opportunities, and my chances to savor the sweet moments life has to offer. I wish I had been my cheerleader, like the biggest cheerleader ever, like I've been for my three sons. Rather, my word choices caused me to be my worst critic. And I finally accepted that part of my journey because my distorted thoughts about me have faded a lot. I'm headed up a yonder. They're not all gone, but they faded a lot. So start being your own cheerleader by taking inventory of your shoulds and making intentional choices to speak words of life into your situations and the situations of the ones you love. As I close, I encourage you to visit the Facebook page to add comments, tips, journal entries, etc., whatever positive thing you want, and I'll meet you there. We want to keep lively shows like this one coming your way. So consider making a small donation to this podcast. See you next week.